What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Bats Cave. This is the weekly pop culture podcast where I talk about everything in the world of comics, movies, video games, TV shows, and all that great stuff. I am your host, Alex Bats. I'm getting back into the swing of weekly releases, weekly recordings. Uh, I actually have a new content schedule that I'm doing. Uh, If you haven't already, I'm going to go ahead and shout this out at the beginning. If you haven't, please be sure to go check out my YouTube channel. It's the Bats Cave. Uh, I'm going to be putting out two videos weekly on there. They should go up on Mondays and Fridays. They'll be shorter, kind of bite-sized videos. They'll be around the five-minute mark is kind of what I'm aiming for for those videos. Uh, And then in between those, I'll have podcast episodes will now be going up every Wednesday. I'll be doing podcast episodes on Wednesdays, and then YouTube videos on Mondays and Fridays, and then I have one other type, uh, well, two other types of YouTube videos, kind of. Um, One of them, I'm still tossing around the idea in my head how I'm going to do it. They'll be kind of sporadic uploads, Uh, and then the other one I'll be doing, I'm aiming for at least one kind of longer form uh, video essay type of of post. Like, I'm going for like once a month on those, because I really want to take, I want to take my time with those. I want them to be uh, I have a level of quality for them in my head that I want them to be at, so I'm definitely going to take more time refining the scripts for those and the editing for those, and they'll be uh, longer in length as well um, than the shorter like bite-sized ones that I'm doing on uh, Mondays and Fridays, which will be covering a variety of topics. So far, uh, the two that I have up, I did one uh, last Monday actually uh, about Mr. Freeze. I did a character profile for him. And then I had one that went up um, at the time that I'm recording this, uh, technically two days ago, because it's Wednesday for me right now. It's like 1 a.m. But um, I on this past Monday, I had one go up, and it was uh, about some of my favorite bat suits. That was part one, and uh, that'll be a short video series that I'm going to be doing, um, just putting the spotlight on some of my favorite bat suits. So that one's the most recent upload that I have. Uh, my one for Friday... I'm actually going to be writing the script for probably after I finish recording this podcast episode. So that'll be up on Friday. So two days from when this episode goes live, I should have a new YouTube video up. Uh, So be sure to check that out. But yeah, that's my new kind of content plan that I'm going for. And I really want to um, stick to and very, very much get in the swing and uh, just be consistently putting out content because I do really love I love creating and I love sharing and uh and doing that so it's been really fun I'm, I'm definitely i'm excited about it i hope you uh enjoy it hope you subscribe to the youtube and uh of course if you like the podcast uh, i'm gonna be doing that weekly again too so i'm very excited to be back in the swing of things for that but all of that said um as you can tell i'm sure by the title of this episode i'm gonna be talking about matt reeves the batman um the because i actually it's insane i haven't talked about this on a podcast episode um, because at the time that I was recording these regularly, uh, months ago, I kept on like waiting until we got more information or, uh, more to talk about with it. So I just kept on like, cause I had people ask me like, Oh, are you going to talk about the Batman and stuff? And I was like, I want to wait till we know a little bit more. Um, and then we learned a little bit more and saw some stuff, but by that point I had stopped recording regularly. And so I obviously... Um, you know, didn't record about it. So with that said, we now know a decent amount. We don't know a ton as far as plot goes, but we know more than we did, obviously, and we've gotten some looks at things, namely the Batsuit and the Batmobile. So I'm going to talk about 
the Batsuit, the Batmobile, the cast, uh, some of my expectations, some of what I hope to see in the movie, um, some story beats, um, just kind of the movie as a whole. I'm going to try to keep it organized, and uh, I have kind of a checklist that I'm going through in my head. I hope that I hit everything. I hope that I don't jump around too much. Um, but yeah, with that said, uh, so one, we know the release date has actually moved. It was originally, I think it was like June 22nd or something, 2020, June or July, 2021, might've been July, 2021 is whenever it was originally scheduled for release, but because of COVID-19 and production for all of Hollywood, um, being shut down, um, they have not been filming for the last three, two or three months at this point. Um, so I think I think filming shut down in March, and so yeah, I think it's been like I think it's been like three months. Um, so they've been paused, and because of that, they ended up pushing the release date back to October first, twenty twenty one, which uh, I absolutely love. I think a Batman movie in October is extremely fitting. It's a it's a great release date for it. One, it takes it out of the summer movie. Um, box office season which not that i think that batman would have had problems getting uh, money in the summer release it definitely would have made a lot of money i think that putting it in october definitely opens up that release window the only major release right now uh which granted this could change because every fucking movie is being delayed and getting new uh release dates but right now the only other major release in october is i think halloween ends i don't know if it's ends or kills i think kills might still be uh, scheduled for later this year i'm not hmm I don't remember. It's one of the it's one of the, the upcoming Halloween movies is in uh, October of 2021, but I think it's like two or three weeks after this. So it has like no competition in the month of October. And as we know, there's actually someone else that's related to the Cape Crusader that has done extremely well at the box office in October, that being Joker, which made a billion fucking dollars with an October 5th, I think it was 5th, um, box office or uh, a theater release date. So we definitely know that um, this can be an extremely lucrative month. Um, and so I think that Batman is going to pre perform exceptionally well in October, uh, especially the Joker made a billion dollars without China and being rated R. I think I've gone on record. I said this months ago. Um, I think I said, I said this like when production was like starting on this movie, maybe even sooner that I think that Batman will hit 1.4 billion. I think it'll be the highest grossing solo comic book movie. Um, at least as of right now, if it hits 1.4 billion, it'll break that record. Um, but I think it'll get there. Um, and I think the October release and not be, there not being anything near it will definitely help. Uh, I myself will be helping that because I've also said this. I'm going for I, I want to break the world record for the amount of times someone has seen a movie in theaters. I want to hit like 120 viewings. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm already literally saving money for all those tickets because it's not going to be cheap. But yeah, so I think it's going to do well in October. I think it's very fitting for Batman. Um, yeah, it sucks that we have to, you know, wait a couple more months. But I mean, like, uh, obviously, there are, it's just circumstances that are out of anyone's control. Safety is the paramount um, factor in all of this. And they needed to shut production down. So in doing that, they obviously, you know, had to slide the timeline for production and scheduling and everything down a little bit. Um, so waiting a couple more months, uh, I don't think is that big of a deal. Nothing will ever compare to the wait for uh, Batman v Superman for me. Like even uh, The Dark Knight Rises, I you know technically waited longer for that one, but I was younger at the time, wasn't on the internet internet as much, um, you know, and so a lot of the time just kind of like went by where I wasn't thinking about it. But like Batman v Superman was like three, it was like three years of like knowing that that was coming, and like it was just so far away. 
Um, so after that, everything else is pretty like, okay. I mean, we're literally already like, it's a year and four months out now is Batman. So like, that's not even that bad. Um, so yeah, it, it sucks a little bit having to wait a little bit longer, but, uh, it'll definitely be worth it no matter what. And, uh, super excited for that. So yeah, the release date has been pushed back to October of 2021. They have not resumed production yet. They did, however, get the green light from the UK, uh, the Batman and a handful of other films got the okay to resume production in the UK because they have new guidelines and stuff for uh, for safety regarding COVID. And um, so I expect production to, to kick back up probably in July or August is when they'll get back on, you know, filming regularly. Um, I'm sure it's absolutely crazy what they're logistically figuring out as far as, you know, shooting, especially a movie of this scale. Uh, I can't imagine having to plan, like, having to plan a movie like this in general is insane, let alone when there's a fucking pandemic going on. Uh, so hats off to everyone that's actually, you know, that's having to make this work. I, that, it's insane to me. Um, but yeah, so I, I suspect in the, within the next month or two, they'll probably start filming again. Uh, but before that, the, before the shutdown, they, Matt Reeves has said they filmed about 25% of the movie. So it's about a quarter of the way done. Um, so yeah, for all the people, there's some people that are like, oh, they're going to cancel the movie because we're getting Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I think I talked about this in my, uh, Justice League ep episode that I was the most recent podcast episode I did. Um, people are saying, oh, they're going to cancel Robin Pattinson's bat. I'm like, no, they're not. They filmed a fucking quarter of the movie. They've already put God knows how many millions of dollars into it. It's not stopping. Um, but, but yeah, so they filmed 25% of it, which is really cool. We've had Matt Reeves say that we've had Pattinson say, you know, they were kind of getting into a little bit of groove, but at the same time, um, Pattinson said that he went straight from tenant to filming this pretty much. And he was a little loopy, which is not that I think that, um, his performance for that 25% is going to be less than fantastic. Uh, every actor and director that has worked with him instead of, uh, talked about working with him has said that he's absolutely phenomenal, extremely dedicated to his character and, and his craft. Um, and Matt Reeves has even said too, that the, uh, the shutdown has allowed them to just plan more for what they're doing whenever they get back. Um, Reeves has said that they're not really changing things from the script, um, because they, they spent a long, I mean, they spent a long time, uh, Matt Reeves and, uh, Madsen Tomlin spent a while perfecting and getting the screenplay and the script where they want it to be. And it's a very tight detective story. Uh, but it's more so planning how they're going to go about these bigger sequences and kind of these other character and plot beats and how they want to tackle them and stuff and just kind of refining the rough edges a little bit, which I think is really awesome because this is something that doesn't, I mean, it's unprecedented for Hollywood, really. You don't, you don't just stop production in the middle. And so they're getting to, they're stopping in the middle. And while it's kind of a bummer, it also just gives them more time to, again, just refine things and figure out exactly how they want to approach certain aspects of the story, the script, it's just the production side of things. So I think that's really cool. I think we're actually going to end up getting a better movie for it. Like, I think that this shutdown, while it does suck, is I think that there there are some positives for it. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, we've had Jeffrey Wright, who's playing uh, Commissioner Gordon, has said that um, it's very, you know, it's dark, it's brooding, it's... Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright, um, oh, I'm, um, God, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Paul Dano has talked about it a little bit, um, Colin Farrell, 
uh, everyone's just talking about the atmosphere and the mood of this film that that Reeves is making and just how um, it just sounds so so good. Like I can't, I don't have any of their quotes pulled up, which I definitely you know should have. Um, but just the the tone and the atmosphere of what Matt Reeves is going for uh, just sounds incredible. I really can't wait to see what he's putting together. Um, with that, I mean, like, I guess, cause since I don't have their quotes pulled up, I'll kind of so segue into, uh, in February, I believe, yeah, it was four months ago, so in February, we got our first look at the Batsuit. We got a, it was actually, it was really cool, it was a video clip that Matt Reeves posted of Robert Pattinson in the Batsuit, um, coming out of the shadows, walking towards the camera, uh, the camera pans to his chest and then pans up to his head. And uh, we also got a taste of Michael Giacchino's score for Batman. This is the main theme that he's written, um, which just sounds fantastic. It sounds incredible. The it, it just it it's like it's gothic and powerful and sort of chilling. And it's got the the piano notes at the very end of it are probably my favorite part of that entire score or that entire like theme that we've heard. It's just it's so subtle but so powerful, and it just it sounds. Just incredible i'm so happy that we got a video of the bat suit that way instead of just like still images because i mean still images are, are of course amazing um but like a video we get you know i mean we can take still images from the video to like look at um but having the video is really cool seeing him in motion seeing pattinson's mannerisms in the suit he does the shoulder roll you know the classic shoulder roll i lose my mind at it every time um but he does that and then it also allowed us to get this sneak peek at the the score um, so talking about, so one, I love just the way that it's filmed because it was also filmed by Greg Frazier, who is the director of photography for the Batman, um, which, oh my God, I'm so excited that he's the director of photography. He's a, the cinematographer for Rogue One, um, among other things. Um, but he's an absolutely incredible cinematographer. Uh, Rogue One is arguably the best looking Star Wars movie. So the fact that we're getting to see his work on Batman is so exciting. He also, um, uh, was a cinematographer for... Uh, I know at least one episode of The Mandalorian. I think he was a cinematographer for a few of them, um, but just absolutely incredible work. And um, so he shot this too, and uh, it, it just looks so good. And um, so seeing that's really cool. But as for the Batsuit itself, so we got our look at it in this this teaser. And uh, one of the main things that uh, everyone especially immediately talked about is the bat symbol itself. So like he is armored a little, he's got like armored plating uh, around his chest and like his shoulders and stuff. And the bat symbol, instead of being like kind of raised above the chest, like sort of how Christian Bales was and to an extent how like Ben Affleck's was, even though it was obviously a different material than, you know, Bales was the harder like, not rubber, but just the harder material in Bales was obviously the, the like, fabric. And Pat Pattinson's symbol is, like, built, in, it's, like, sunken into the chest, kind of, and it looks like the two parts of it can even be taken out of his chest. Um, so there's been a ton of speculation about what his bat symbol is, is what it's made of. Um, one, there's no ears on it, which I absolutely fucking love. I love, love, love that there's no ears on it. A lot of people don't like it, but, like, it's a perfect callback to Batman's first appearance. He did not have ears on his bat symbol whenever he first appeared in the comics. It was just the wings. So I think that's really great. Reeves is, has said 
how much of a fan he is of the Golden Age Batman. Jeffrey Wright's posted pictures of him reading the Golden Age Batman. So there's definitely a lot of influence there from the very early kind of um, gothic and more uh, noir and um, pulp versions of Batman, which I, I think is fantastic that they're, that's part of the inspiration they're taking. It's really cool. We haven't really seen that on screen before. Um, so the bat symbol not having ears, I really, really love. It just it's so it's one just visually different from any of the other bat symbols that we've seen, which is great. But then it also is like I said, just a great callback. Um, but yeah, it looks like the bat symbol is split in half, kind of, and it looks like there's two halves that can actually be removed from the chest piece if you wanted to. So there's a lot of speculation about what this is. Some people think that uh, the symbol itself was actually uh, made. It, it kind of can look like there's handles on it, and it looks like it might be a pistol handle split in half to make each of the sides um and so some people think that batman took the gun that murdered his parents and did that and morphed and welded that and put more metal on it to make these two sides i don't really think it's the gun anymore for a second i was like okay maybe i mean it could be possibly um i don't know if it is that's just it's insane storytelling that he's you know turning that the, this weapon that made him who he is into a symbol that he's now using and, and definitely defines him. Um, it's great storytelling if that's the case. I think the thing that I lean towards most, because you can even in the video, you can see if you're looking at the video, the left half of the symbol, so Batman's right half, on the like bottom edge of it, it looks like the black has been kind of worn off a little bit as if it's been used. So I do think that these can be removed and they look like almost like knives or like daggers that he can use. They want to be batarangs because they want to be very um, aerodynamic to throw, I don't think. But it does it does look like they have been used for something. So I think either daggers or knives or something that Batman also used to do in his earlier appearances is use um, them as like climbing spikes um, to scale the sides of buildings or other things. Um, and so I think that would be a really interesting use for them as well if he used them to kind of climb things. So I think either using them for climbing or just weapons in general while he's fighting, uh, like if he, you know, runs out of whatever else, like he's got his bat symbol that he can rely on as a weapon in combat, uh, which I would fucking love to see. I would lose it if that was the case. Um, but so we get the bat symbol, uh, again, so the, the, the armor on his chest and the armor on his shoulders looks really, really good. And then... We also get to see mm, maybe my favorite part of the bat suit, and that's his cape slash collar, because this bat suit has a fucking collar. Oh my god. This was one of the things, before we saw the bat suit, I was like, man, I would absolutely lose my mind if he had a collar uh, on his bat suit. I was like, I don't think it'll happen, but it's one of my favorite looks for Batman, so if it does, I would just be over the moon. And he's actually got a fucking collar he has it and it just looks so good it looks so damn good it's just such a like i don't i don't even know if i can explain why i love that so much or like it just i feel like it adds so much to him it just <clears throat> it looks great i'm so happy that he has a collar the cape and the collar look awesome i love the material that they seem to be made of they're, they're definitely they're closer to the material of batflex cape they're more leathery they're not like cloth exactly they it the cape seems heavy um it's got a weight to it which is really cool but just the collar and the cape 
just like going back being being pushed back over his shoulders looks so good it also with the way that the folds are like i'm not entirely convinced that it can't come around and like cover his entire body we haven't seen it like that so far uh but i think it's possible um it just looks it looks so good like his cape and collar look fantastic and then the cowl itself is very um form fit like one you can see because obviously like we got this look and it's bathed in red lighting which one i think looks fantastic it adds a lot to the mood and the atmosphere um but we obviously got edits uh afterwards of people messing with the light value the 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 values of the uh, the footage and stuff and so we got a really nice there's a really really great um black and gray if my phone gallery would open uh, there's a really great black and gray version of this footage that's out there uh, which you can see a lot more detail in and um the cow you can see where bruce even like stitched together parts of it like you can see that the nose has like stitching on it and on his forehead like between like on the outside of his eyes and like going up and connecting to the back part of the cowl you can really see like it's just there's so much personality in it that's probably my favorite thing about this bat suit uh i think it's my favorite live action bat suit that we have actually and that's just because like there's so much personality here like the cow like you can i can imagine bruce sitting down and like making this cowl and like putting this cowl together you can very clearly see there's the stitching marks and that like he did make this himself like the cowl is almost uh it's close it looks closer to the like material of adam west's like batman cowl and it's just so it's so interesting to me it adds so much his the bottom of his nose is you know like completely open um his jaw area there's a big space for his jaw um it and the, the cowl itself has a very skull-like quality like it's super uh, it's honestly like scary uh, to look at and I just think it looks so great I think it it just looks incredible uh, we get to see him like look up in the footage like he's looking down at first and then he looks up on the score like crescendos kind of and it just it looks it looks amazing it looks so good um, so we got that from the uh, the footage that we got and then uh, after we got this footage probably like literally a couple days after we got this footage um, we got tons and tons and tons of set photos because um well they obviously shared this footage because um they knew they were going to be using the suit outdoors so people were going to see it so the set photos are how we got looks at really the full bat suit and so we know like what it looks like now and it's it's in its entirety um and yeah it looks really interesting so there's the um Obviously, the shoulders and the cowl and the chest and the collar look pretty much, you know, the same. Granted, a lot of the suit, the, the set photos are a stunt double suit. So, it's not exactly how it's going to look on Pattinson uh, because they obviously have multiple suits that they use for multiple different um, purposes. It's just how filming works. Um, but the, the suit definitely looks inspired by... The, like the telltale suit to an extent like his midsection and torso looks a lot like season two of telltale batman's suit um his gauntlets look like part of them looks like the talon gauntlets from the court of owls with these we don't know exactly what they are they kind of look like they could be at like darts or arrows or maybe something for smoke um that he has um the spikes on his gauntlets look very interesting 
I love one of my favorite things about the suit is actually his legs. So he's got like kind of like military looking pants on, like gray, like military pants, but he has a leg holster, which for the record, along with a collar, one of my other favorite things that you can put on a bat suit is a leg holster. I just think it looks so fucking cool when there's a leg holster there and he has a, like he's got a leg holster. He's got a thigh holster and it just looks awesome. I'm so happy to see that there. Um, so we got that, which is very cool. Uh, his utility belt looks the whole suit looks very functional. Like it's very much like it one. It looks I think it looks really cool. Like I love the aesthetic of it, but it's definitely a suit that's like form and function over fashion which absolutely fucking makes sense especially for batman we know this is batman in his second year of being batman so like of course like he's got this stuff on him and he's made this suit to be used specifically for his mission like every encounter that he's gotten into it definitely seems like he's been like okay i didn't have this whenever i needed it or like i had this in this spot when it should have been in this spot and so now i've got this in that spot so like it's very much a, like he's learning every time he goes out he's adjusting his suit to you know meet the, the needs that he has and i really really love that and that goes again to where i just think that this the, one of the main reasons this is my favorite live action bat suit even though we haven't even seen it fully you know properly in fun like in motion and stuff because the video that we got is very much like his torso like the top half of his chest to like his head we didn't even really see the ears in the, the reveal video but like it's just because it's so it's so personal it's something that like like i said you can really see him sitting down and making it and really going through and doing that and it just look it what it looks so good but it's also just like that's very it's so batman that uh, i don't know how better to explain that but it's just something that i can see him sitting down and doing and customizing himself and really it's just there's so much personality in it throughout the whole thing like from the collar the way the the, the had the texture of the cape the cow like i said just the way it fits to his skull and you know just looks intimidating in that way and just everything about it really just is it's so good i love all of the details on it i love the overall look on it it's very tactical very useful functional it's just uh yeah i just really love it a lot i think it's a fantastic fantastic suit um so yeah that's that's like most of what we know for the bat suit we also um got more looks at it when we got the next thing that i'm going to talk about which if i can find these images um do 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 so yeah we got a look at the batmobile which actually was really crazy so i did if you follow me on twitter you may have seen it uh, if you're a recent follower you probably didn't but i um did this thing uh called uh, it's bat march it was hashtag bat march um and it was uh i started it last year but i continued it this year and it was basically just um every day for the month i had a theme that was related to batman and you just post about um that something related to that theme uh, i did a gift collage every day this month which was wild to do but anyway so i made a prompt list at the at the, the before march that way people can join in and post st stuff if they wanted to and so the prompt for March 4th was Batmobile. So I was going to post about the Batmobile. And crazy enough, Matt Reeves decides to drop our first look at the Batmobile on March 4th, um, which was insane. And also, 
Batmobile looks fucking amazing. This one is also my favorite live-action Batmobile, even though we haven't seen it in action, we haven't seen it in motion, but it just, one, it looks like a car, dude. Oh my god, I'm so, so happy that it looks like a car. It's, it's, okay, so the thing, the thing about that is, so I know a lot of people, a lot of people don't like this Batmobile. A lot of people wanted it to be more, I guess, stylized or, so like, the thing is, throughout most of the Batmobile's history, like, it's a modified car. Like, that's what it is conceptualized as, that's what it's been for most of the 80 plus years that Batman has existed. It's a car. It, that that's what it is it was even originally just a regular fucking car then you know obviously it got like customized we got a bat th- like head at the front of it you know making it look it, it's the batmobile is supposed to be the most badass car that you can like think of right that's what this car is it's the most badass muscle car that you can imagine and the thing that's happened in recent years it i would say started probably with the uh Batmobile and the Dark Knight Returns, we got the gi- which the Batmobile and the Dark Knight Returns is straight up just a tank. It's a giant fucking tank, which is cool for that story and works in that story. So we got that. We got the 89 Batmobile, which everyone knows is a super long, uh, phallic looking Batmobile. And that Batmobile is iconic, looks great on film. It works very well for that movie and that universe and that tone. It's definitely like what it's going for. And that works. Uh, we got the uh, Batman 89 and Batman Returns. I'm really the same. We got the Batman Forever Batmobile, which is its own thing that fits that, again, tone of that film. Um, the Batman and Robin Batmobile is, again, its own thing. And so those are more, like, exaggerated cars and kind of more out there. They're def- those were definitely made for selling toys, um, which is fine, and that works. Uh, and it worked for those films regardless of what you think of those movies those batmobiles do fit that those films um and then we got uh the tumbler for christopher nolan's movies which nolan even said he his original like vision was like a tank meets a lamborghini and i feel like they definitely accomplished that with that movie it's one of the more it's one of the tank like batmobiles but it's got it's not that it's a sleek car because it's very big but it's got a sleekness to it and it definitely is again its own thing it's its own identity and it very much fits the grounded realistic world that nolan was creating for his batman it works extremely well in batman begins and the dark knight and the dark knight rises it fits uh it looks super good it's got its own profile you know you can really tell i love the the two front tires that don't have an axle between them is such a cool look for it um so the, again that works there it works really well uh, we got that we got the arkham knight uh, tank mobile again where it's a it's again it's a tank version of the batmobile uh and it, it works for the game as far as gameplay function it had you know it's it's literal tank mode that it can go into for combat and then it would also you know drive around and that again worked for that version of batman we got the batman v superman version of the batmobile which is a very much it's a very sleek version of a tank like batmobile but it very much still is a tank like batmobile it's very much like you look at that and you're like well that's not exactly i mean like technically it is a car but like you're not that's not a customized car that's a thing that's built from the ground up specifically not as a, a normal car at first like it's like it has four wheels but conceptually it's not your average car that 
someone is then taken and changed for their own purposes. And I said this before we got a look at the Batmobile. I was like, I really hope that the Batmobile and Reeves movie is more so a car, either sports or muscle car that's been heavily modified as opposed to a tank like Batmobile. Because I feel like between the Tumblr, The Dark Knight Returns, Batman v Superman, Justice League, and Arkham Knight, like we've done about as much as we can with the tank like Batmobiles. Like, I don't think i mean i'm sure of course you can make there's obviously more designs that you can make with it that will look cool as far as tank like batmobiles but i feel like we've we've done that enough especially recently like it's been since 2005 to now like in the past 15 years we've had multiple different versions of it and they all fit those stories and those worlds that they're in but that's basically all we've had so far recently and i just feel like for variety's sake one I wanted to see a more car-like version, and then two, uh, having a normal car, quote-unquote normal car, just would fit what the world that Reeves has sounded like he's creating a lot more than a tank would. And so we got our look at this Batmobile, and yeah, dude, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, obviously, it's just the most badass muscle car you could possibly fucking imagine. It's so, so cool. The hood looks so cool. Uh, it's got such a nice, it's just such nice customization to it. Um, it's, yeah, it's something else, man. It, I love the curves on it. It just looks like a classic muscle car that's just been customized to hell specifically for Batman's purposes. The rear of this car is really, I think, where the, uh, it just steals the show. There's just a line, like there's the one picture that we have that's from the back to the side of it. Has Batman standing beside it with his cape blowing behind him, and it just oh, it looks absolutely incredible. It looks so so good. It's the the curves just it's a car. It's a normal looking car, and then the engine, dude, the engine. Oh, I cannot. What so it looks like there's probably two engines in it. Actually, it looks like because it does look because we actually got more images for this vehicle. Because Jeff Frost, who works in the prop slash art department on a lot of movies and does on this one, posted a model of this Batmobile on his website. He actually took the, the pictures down pretty quickly afterwards. He probably wasn't supposed to share them yet, but uh, we saw them. <laughs> they were on Twitter. I have them saved in my phone. Um, and so we really get to see like every angle of this car. And uh, obviously, this isn't the, the, the model that we saw isn't uh probably exactly how the car looks but it's probably like i would say 97 98 how the car looks uh and so they could use this one uh for miniatures probably if they wanted to i don't know if they'll do any miniature filming with this it depends on what the sequence is for the batmobile would call but they could also probably definitely use this for plotting out uh sequences as far as like okay like just figuring out the paths that the cars are going to take um but yeah, so it does look like, and given the lights that uh, are on this model, it looks like there is an engine in the front, you know, like a standard car. But then the engine that we have in the back, the crazy monstrosity of an engine that's in the rear that we saw in the uh, the reveal pictures uh, is probably going to be his jet booster engine. Or, you know, maybe he uses both. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he uses both of them, but um, the whole rear of his car is just wide open and you can see that engine and it's a it's a beast it's just 
absolutely insane. It looks so good. That back, that rear profile is phenomenal. I keep on saying it, but just the curves on it look so nice. The back wings of each of it, the back wings, the front, it all just flows together so well. It's got such a unique and iconic profile already. The overhead shot looks killer. Um, yeah, you can see on his dash and in, in one of the pictures, all his gauges and his like kind of computer screen thing that he has. Um, yeah, again, this is one of the like the bat suit. This is something that this car he's got a um, a roll cage on it too that you can see where the roll cage even partly goes. You know, like outside of the car, it goes from like the hood to the like diagonally to the back towards the back lights, which the back lights look so good too. This is another thing though, like the bat suit, like it is very much form and function over aesthetic, even though it aesthetically looks uh, incredible. But like you can tell that that Bruce Wayne modified this car f specifically for he's like, I need it to be able to do this or that. Like it needs to be able to do X, Y, and Z. That's why I've, that's why this looks the way that it does. It's very much made for his just functional purposes. And just the fact that it looks badass is a side effect of that, um, which I think is really cool. So this is definitely like, this is my favorite live action Batsuit and Batmobile combination. And it was really cool too, because with the, the reveal of this this Batmobile, we actually got one. The pictures are taken like on a street corner in Gotham, uh, which the atmosphere here looks great. Um, and we got Batman beside it. So we actually got our like a good look, cool, kind of a good look at like Pattinson in the full Batsuit. Like we got him from head to toe, basically standing beside the Batmobile. So that was really cool to see. We can get, we'd already seen some details on it, you know, because of the set photos, but just seeing him there, uh, his collar especially looks great in that, sh that really wide shot, uh, from behind with the Batmobile. And then we got him in front of the Batmobile with the headlight shining on his suit and one of the shots. And yeah, it just looks amazing. Everything about both the Batsuit and, uh, and the Batmobile just look fantastic to me. I think they're both incredible. Um, really can't wait to see both of them in action. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's something it, it really, I just, I don't think I'll ever be over how good they look like, oh yeah. And we, and we got confirmed the fact that the Cape is scalloped because of this Batmobile picture. So we can see it whenever it's blowing back in the wind, you can see the scalloped edges of it, which is awesome. I love that look for a, a, a bat Cape. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I'm so ooh, they both look fantastic. Um, so those are the two, you know, looks that we got. Um, sorry, I had an email that came out. Uh, those are the two looks that we've gotten uh, officially at the Batman, uh, which both look fantastic. Um, so besides that, as far as like plot details that we know, I mean, obviously we have. So the, the cast, I'll talk about the cast for a second. Um, obviously, Robert Pattinson as Batman, which I'm extremely excited about. Robert Pattinson is one of the best actors working today. He he is. That's, I'm sorry, that's just how, that's, that's a fact. If you've only seen him in Twilight, please watch his other movies. Good Time, High Life, uh, The Lighthouse, The King, um, Cosmop Cosmopolis. I always mispronounce that movie. Um and a few others. He's just, he's an incredible, incredible actor. He's so, so good. Um, and so, and just the way that he talks about 
his preparation for roles, uh, what he wants to do to roles, the way that he's talked about what he wants to bring for Batman. Uh, we know this is going to be a dark and brooding Batman, perhaps more so than we've ever seen before, which I'm extremely excited about. Matt Reeves has talked about wanting to get into the psyche of Batman. Panson has even made comments about that and really getting into his head. Um, and so that all is just this. We know this movie is going to be a very point of view driven detective story. And so one, just getting to see that detective side of Batman is something that we haven't seen in live action before. Really, we don't see he's the world's greatest detective and we haven't seen that. And so the fact that that's probably probably the most important factor in this movie is something that I'm extremely happy about and am thrilled to see be brought to life. And the way that Reeves and Pattinson both have talked about um, getting into this character and wanting to portray this character is just everything they say makes me so happy. Um, and I think it's really going to be a treat to see. And so, yeah, I'm extremely excited to see Pattinson as Batman. Uh, Paul Dano is playing the Riddler, which I'm so glad that we're getting a uh, proper Riddler in live action. No offense to Jim Carrey. I think he's pretty good in that movie. I know a lot of people say he was closer to playing the Joker than he was the Riddler, which whatever. But getting to see a really dark and uh, serious um, portrayal of the Riddler, who everyone pretty much speculates that he's going to be the, the like quote unquote main bad guy in this. Um is getting to see that intellectual challenge like it's a detective story and batman's gonna have to use his intellect and he's gonna be facing the riddler too uh is just great that's gonna be awesome to see paul dano is again another incredible incredible actor um probably my favorite performance from him is in uh prisoners but he was also in um there will be blood he does a very good job in that movie too uh he's just another extremely talented actor and so, and I know that he's studied like puzzles and riddles and stuff in order to, for preparation for this role. So, um, I really can't wait to see his performance as Riddler. Uh, and I can't wait to see like what Reeves had or has in store for, for that side of things. Uh, Colin Farrell playing the penguin is just more fantastic casting. Um, it's not someone I would have expected at first, but I, I'm very excited to see that. I can't wait to see his look. People very much speculate whether or not they're going to put him in a bodysuit or if they're just going to have... I think they'll probably have him in... Um, um, I think he'll just look closer to Telltale Batman's Riddler. We already know that, Bat that Matt Reeves is a fan of that that uh, rendition of Batman. His Batsuit's obviously taken a little bit of inspiration from it, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Colin Farrell just looks a lot like Telltale Batman's uh, Penguin, which I'd be fine with. That's one of my favorite versions of Penguin, actually. So, And he, uh, he called him Ozzy. Um, or Oz whenever uh, he posted his GIF thing and uh, that's what they refer to him as in, in Telltale so uh, that's pretty exciting sorry I had to take a drink was losing I was a little bit parched Um, but so seeing him is going to be really cool and then Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman oh my god she's perfect for that role one she looks exactly like Selena like she jumped off the comic page um and she's, again, another just incredible actress. Like, this cast is unbelievably stacked. Just everyone here is just a top-tier casting choice. Um, so getting to see her, one, the fact that we're getting another live-action Catwoman is awesome. I can't wait to see her suit. I think her suit, if I had to guess, is probably going to be most inspired by, again, Telltale or uh, the Arkham games. Um, I could especially see Telltale, the Telltale suit 
reminds me practically of the bat suit that we have she has you know like leg straps and the way her belt is and things like that so i could see it being a mix and the bag that she has there too so i can see it being a mix of telltale and the arkham suits which i'd be fine with those are both both incredible looks um i would love to see or even just a reference of her golden age look the purple with the green cape uh, it's not a practical suit at all, which is why I don't think we'll see it, even though we know that Matt Reeves loves the Golden Age stuff. Um, it's extremely, extremely impractical, um, but I would really, I would love to see it. I'd lose my mind if we saw that, uh, but I, if I had to guess, her, her suit's probably going to be a mix between Telltale and Arkham, um, which will still be great, but then I can't wait to see her, her chemistry with Rob. We know that they screen tested together. We know she got the role because she had the most chemistry with Rob, and also, like, they've been friends since they were kids, so it definitely makes sense that they would have that chemistry and be able to do that, so I just can't wait to see the back and forth between them. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where Selena falls on the, um, hero-villain spectrum, what their relationship is like it'll definitely i think be a very will they won't they flirtation ship type of thing um and she's definitely going to have her own agenda uh that'll sometimes line up with batman i think and so it's going to be it'll be really cool to see that um see that in this film so i can't wait to see her uh andy circus is going to be alfred andy circus again i've said this for every actor that I mentioned, but it's just because it's true. A phenomenal actor. Andy Serkis is incredible. If you haven't seen Planet of the Apes, what are you doing? See those movies. Um, he's just top tier. He's so, so good. He's such a talented actor. Uh, so getting to see him be Alfred, he's definitely, I feel like, going to be a more snarky uh, Alfred than, you know, I think, personality-wise, he'll be closer to Sean, I don't know how to say his last name, the actor that played Alfred on Gotham, than... Well, he'll also probably his personality be close-ish or closer to uh, Jeremy Irons than Michael Caine, as far as um, you know how he interacts with Bruce. Um, so that's the again. I think the Bruce and the Alfred scenes are another thing that's going to be really really cool to see and something I can't wait to see. Um, so yeah, there him as Alfred Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon again, phenomenal casting. Jeffrey Wright, if you haven't seen Westworld, I highly recommend. It's one of my favorite shows ever, but he's incredible in that. Uh, so I can't wait to see his Gordon. He's very excited for the role. He's tweeted about it, talked about it a decent amount. Um, he's very into it, very excited about it. He's been reading the Golden Age stuff. Um, so getting to see him play Gordon is going to be really really cool as well. Just the entire cast is so, so stacked. Can't wait. Uh, we have, oh, I'm forgetting his name, uh, but cast is Carmine Falcone. The fact that we're getting Carmine Falcone, just an extra layer of world building to this this world um, is exciting. We know that there's an election, a political election of some sort going on in Gotham at the time of this movie. Um, so that'll be, uh, people have speculated that one of the candidates is going to be killed or the mayor or someone has been killed and that's why they're having an election, things like that. Um, that's what Batman's investigating. So yeah, it's really, the cast is stacked. Can't wait to see how literally everyone interacts with everyone else. Everyone's going to steal the show. Um, obviously I'm most excited for Pattinson as Batman because he's Batman, but it's something... I just, I can't wait. It's going to be very point of view driven. So we're going to spend most of the movie with Batman. It, most of, if not all, which would be crazy if we spend the entire movie solely. Like if he's in every single scene, oh, oh, I'll lose my mind. Um, but so that's going to be really exciting to see. 
Um, as far as the plot, like I said, we know it's a noir detective story. That's really that's something that Matt Reeves has said since the beginning that he's hammered home on. This is what he really wanted to do. So I, I'm just picturing this gothic noir detective story that's, you know, grounded, but it's got the perfect amount of, like, comic book flair because he obviously is a huge fan of the comic books. And it's just, it's something, oh, I'm so excited to see all of it. Um, Gotham's aesthetic has looked fantastic in the set photos that we have of, like, the cars and the vans and stuff. You can very much tell that there are parts of Gotham that are very much economically struggling. Uh, and there's a good variety there. Um, it's set in the present day, we know, because we've seen, like, smartphones um, in set photos and stuff. So... Uh, there was speculation for a while that it was going to be set place in the that it was going to take place in the 90s, but I think that Matt Reeves is very much going for that kind of timeless feel to it because a lot of the vehicles are are older vehicles. Some of the technology that we see is kind of older, so I think he's going for even though it's set in the present day, when you watch it, it'll feel like it's sort of out of time. Which the Burton movies and the um, Batman the animated series did this probably the best out of any. Um, Batman media that I've seen as far as the out of the time thing because a lot of the car models and stuff were very 50s and 60s cars but then you would have the Bat computer you know that's obviously a very much a, a, a more modern technology the Batman's using and uh, so it kind of you know blends the two uh, I believe that we've seen uh, a Zeppelin blimp um, in set photos or at least like it was in the building or something I think, I don't know if that was confirmed or whatever, but if we actually get to see police blimps in a live action Batman movie, oh my God, that's something that that's, oh, because those look so good. Like those are so Gotham. It's such a Gotham thing to have those police blimps. Um, and so getting to see that, I can imagine an action sequence on and around a police blimp. Oh my God. Oh, I need it. I need it. Um, so yeah, I can't. I just can't wait to see his Gotham officially more. We've seen set photos and stuff. We the locations that he's filming in are so good, um, and so getting to see it officially how it looks like, you know, in camera, it's going to be so exciting. Um, I really, really cannot wait to see the Batcave. Actually, that's probably at right now. Is probably my most anticipated thing to see next, um, besides Catwoman, I guess. I can't wait to see what she looks like, but the Batcave, because um, we haven't had a like super comic Batcave yet. The Burton Batcave, I liked for its verticality, and it was very dark, you know, uh, and moody. Uh, Nolan's Batcave was, you know, a very realistic cave and very functional, um, and it looked cool. We got the Bat Bunker in the Dark Knight, which was cool. Uh, that was a very sterile uh, type of cave, which was nice. It was a, it was a good contrast, but um, I really, really want a huge, extremely vertical. Like I want a, I want a very vertical bat cave. No railings because why do you have railings in the bat cave? Come on, Batman. Uh, just very vertical. I want the penny. I want the T Rex. I don't think the T Rex or the penny are super likely, but it would be really cool to see. Um, yeah, I just hope it takes some inspiration from, like, the, the way the Origins Batcave looks, the Arkham Origins Batcave, the, uh, Telltale Batcave to an extent, kind of, some of the concept art for the Telltale Batcave, um, just how it looks in the comp, like, I just want, I don't even necessarily need the, like, as far as square footage sprawling Batcave, I think that's a little, probably extra for a year two Batman, you know, I don't think it would make sense for him to have, like, what we see in Hush, where he's just got, like, a fucking mansion-sized Batcave um, that just spreads out super long. 
Um, but I would love to see a very vertical one. Like I want there to be waterfalls and different platforms that he's got and things like that. I would just, I would really love to see that. I just think about, we know that James Chinland, who was the production designer on Dawn and War for the Planet of the Apes, is the production designer for this film. And his sets in those films are just top-notch. They're phenomenal. And so I just think about what he and Reeves can do and create with the Batcave here. And it just makes me really excited. I really can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, there's just so much. There's so much to look forward to for this movie. The Batsuit, the Batmobile, Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, um, Gordon, Alfred, the Batcave, Gotham itself, the Nora detective story. I really like this. It's so bad because my expectations are so, so high. But at the same time, I trust Matt Reeves so much. I think he's one of the best film. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. And I think he's one of the best filmmakers working. He, one of the things that's super exciting too, accidentally hit my microphone, but one of the things that's super exciting is that this movie is 100% his vision for what he wanted to do with Batman, because he has even said this before, he had a very specific idea of what he wanted to do, and he pitched it to WB, and he was literally like, hey, like, if y'all aren't 100% on board with this, like, I don't want to do it, and he did even walk away for a couple days at one point, because they obviously, there was something that they disagreed about, and he was like, okay, then I don't want to do it, and they came back, and they were like, oh, okay, well, never mind, and so what we're getting is 100% what Reeves wants to put out, and I think that's extremely awesome. I think that's great. I think that's, having that creative freedom, I think is the best option, because not everyone is going to enjoy what his version of Batman is going to be. That's just how it is, but the fact that it's 100% what he wanted to do, I think, is the most important thing. And I have loved all of his work, and everything that he said about this has made me really excited. So I feel like I'm 100% going to love all of what we're going to get. So far, I've absolutely loved all of it. It's my most anticipated movie by far. It's not even close. Uh, I literally, it's bad because I'm 100% like, this is going to be the best comic book movie ever. This is going to be my favorite movie ever. It just... The bar is so high and my expectations are ridiculous because I feel like it's going to exceed my already astronomical expectations, which is dumb, but I, that's just how I feel about it. I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Um, I think I hit most of it. I wasn't as, um, I didn't have as varied addiction as I normally do whenever I talk about this stuff because I'm normally typing stuff. It's very easy to think of cool um uh, long words that sound great to describe things whenever you're able to sit there for a second. But when you're on the spot and just talking, no one, I, I don't talk like how I tweet a lot of the time <laughs> in like my tweets about the movie and stuff. Like I'll tweet about the Batmobile or the Batsuit or the Batcave or whatever. And my, um, keywords and stuff that I use are very, you know, um, extravagant or what have you. And uh, it's because I'm able to sit there for a second and think about it. But right now, literally all I can think about is like gothic, brooding, dark and uh, moody atmosphere, aesthetic, all those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm just I'm extremely I'm so I'm so happy for this. I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be incredible. October 1st, 2021. Uh, I'll be there opening night, midnight or well, 7 p.m. Because that's when they started doing uh, the night before showings, but yeah, no, I, I can't wait. I think I hit basically everything. I talked about the plot a little bit. We don't know too much again, like I said about the plot, um, officially. Um, we, we know the characters, Falcone, Riddler, Penguin, Cowman, Batman, Alfred, Gordon. Um, I don't think I'm trying to, 
I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Batmobile talked about it. Batsuit talked about it. Batcave talked about it. Gotham got it. Um, yeah, that's all I can. I'm sure I'm positive as soon as I stop recording and there's going to be something I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I would have ta talked about that. But yeah, no, it's just it, it's it looks crazy good so far from what we've seen, what we've heard, what we know. Uh, I can't wait for production to start up again. I can't wait to see more stuff for it. I 100% think that we're going to get reveals for Catwoman, Penguin, and Riddler in the same way that we got Robert Pattinson's Batman reveal. I think we're going to get video screen tests for all of them. If I had to guess, they're all filmed already since we know they filmed 25% of the movie in the first place. Um, so I th the thinking about the fact that those videos probably exist already and Matt Reeves is just waiting to post them is crazy to me. Um, so yeah, can't wait to see those. Can't wait to see this movie like a year and four months out. Uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for this episode. We're close to an hour, so I'll call it. Um, if you haven't already, be sure to, or if you don't, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Batman Files, uh, where I post about all things Batman related, sometimes some other stuff too. Uh, you can follow my personal Twitter if you want. I just ramble there more. Uh, that's at AP Batman with two T's. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at AP Batman. I've started doing some like concept art, digital art, uh, recently. I think con concept art is like my favorite type of art. I've always thought it's really cool. And I have a drawing tablet that I got like over a year ago that I like never use. Um, but I was watching some tutorials for like concept art type stuff and, uh, figured I'd give it a try. So I've posted two things so far on there. I think they're pretty cool. Uh, and so I'm looking, I'm doing that more just, uh, kind of in my downtime and, uh, kind of relax a little bit. Not, I'm not taking it too seriously, just trying to get a little bit better you know, just have some fun. Um, so you can follow me at AP Batman with two T's on Instagram. If you want to see those and you want to see more of those posts, um, you can, uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube and check it out. If you haven't, that's the bats cave with two T's, um, posting, like I said, twice weekly there. Um, so yeah, I think those are all the, the, the shout outs. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, I uh, very much appreciate it. If you enjoyed the episode, please, please be sure to leave a rate and review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this, be it Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, whatever, uh, a share would be very much appreciated if you enjoyed the episode and be sure to tune in next week. Later.